Welcome to the Deep Dietitians Podcast, where Michelle and Lucy having raw and honest conversations. We want you to eat with confidence and feel empowered to take on your life without obsessing over food. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Deep Dietitians Podcast. Michelle and I are here and it's still 2020. We're about to end the year. And Michelle texted me this morning with some great ideas, one that I really love <laughs> to talk about today. And that is 20 things that got you through 2020. Is that the right thing? I was like, I just remember 20 from 2020. So I would love to hear yes. Michelle where this came from, the inspiration, the intention behind it. Yes. Okay. No, exactly. You said it better than me. Um, I just said like the top 20 things that got us through 2020 is what we should talk about. And yeah, I don't know if I saw anyone else necessarily post that per se. I'm sure people have been, but yeah, I don't know. I just was thinking like, I think when I was doing my like yearly reflection, one of the questions is kind of along these lines of like what, what was helpful or things like that. And I was like, oh my God, that should be such a good post idea. Cause I think I did, I did see someone post something about like how they did. I don't know. And it just inspired me like mm-hmm. typical man, Jen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. It could be fun. Cause I think it's nice to, to like, not only like tell people, but also provide them resources and inspire you to like where, what works for you. And like, whether it's like the book you read or the podcast, yeah, it just felt like a, a fun way to like end the year. Ooh. Well, I love it. So the structure that we have discussed is sharing, Michelle and I will share 10 things that got us through each. So it will add up to 2020. I mean, 2020, <laughs> I guess it'll add up to 2020. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want to jump in. What is your first one, Michelle? So my list was in no particular order, but I kind of think it probably was subconsciously. Mm -hmm. So at the very top of my list was therapy slash Kim, which is the therapist that I started seeing more so at the end of the year. But oh my gosh, that wasn't necessarily the first time I saw a therapist. I think we forget like just the value of that and like making time to prioritize your mental health was like a huge turnaround for me. And it not even just this year, but also in the past. So yes, I think therapy is definitely one of the most valuable things that helped get me, helped me get through this year. That's awesome. This, I want to share one of mine because <laughs> it wasn't my top. I didn't really do it in any order either, but one of them for me was also therapy. I've never really done therapy before. I've seen like maybe like one counselor um, in my internship, but it really helped me out. It was like in the summer, I started getting anxiety attacks and I've never experienced that. And so I started some therapy and it's very helpful. I I just think everyone should, yeah. Yeah. Should and <laughs> I love that. No, I'm so happy. Like, we're just like, I feel like it, to me, it still kind of feels there's like a tinge of vulnerability. Um, I think that's just society, but I love how we just came in like hot and heavy and deep, like <laughs> therapy, um, cause to some people it might feel a little taboo. So I'm so happy that you like echoed that. Um, I do feel a little less alone and that I'm not going to lie, but also too, like, I think what was really powerful about therapy and I'm, I won't keep these long. I know we have 20 to go through, but I think this is, this warrants like a, a sidestep here. I think we all should like normalize therapy and mental health more. And I, I know we hear that a lot 
but two powerful things I want to say. Number one, the more we talk about it, the more we inspire others to come forward and have the courage to actually go. I know even for me, as much as I'm in this field, having two really close friends who want, well, one is a therapist. Um, She's always there for me. So it's always kind of normalized, which I'm grateful for that. But also my other really good friend who was so supportive, really like those two things like really pushed me to, to like Like it just normalized making that phone call. So I think that it's really important. So then when I did that, I had someone close to me come forward and say, you know what, like, I'm going to call, I'm going to call a therapist. Like, thank you for holding that space. And like, it just felt good because it's almost like if you weren't brave enough to be vulnerable to talk about it, that might've not helped. Like that person might still be struggling. So let's just like hashtag normalize that. And then The second piece I want to say really fast is in relation to food, when we struggle with eating and with food and fueling our bodies, more often than not, we struggle with, and I know you know this too, Lucy, obviously, we struggle with regulating our emotions and internally regulating. And guess what therapy helps you do? (laughs) It helps you process and regulate your emotions and your thoughts internally. And when we're able to do that, we can make more nourishing decisions. So we, it's so connected to your physical health as well. And to what you end up eating and how you end up fueling your body and treating your body. Yeah, That was awesome. (laughs) That was a really good point. It's a great point. I actually, not to plug myself, but I recently um, worked with BetterHelp, which is a, I saw that. I love that. Yeah. So I did like an ad with them because one thing I realized a lot through working with people is like, I can teach them basic, you know, relaxation and meditation and like anxiety coping skills, but there's a lot that dietitians can't do and working together with a dietitian and a therapist, like, man, I think you'd be unstoppable if you (laughs) invest in both. Mm -hmm. So yeah, can't can't support that enough. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I really fast with that because I feel like I have had a lot of clients who do 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 both, Um, especially, you know, I would also encourage you to um, allow them to talk to each other because that's so powerful. Um, Especially if you have like a eating disorder and things like that. I I think it's a key to um, like a healthy recovery. So yes. All right. Let's move on to number two. Let's move on. Number two. What was your number two? My number two was deep friendships. So I specifically put you on there, Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) I put you on mine too. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think deep friendships, like, you know, I think more now more than ever this year, more than ever, like it's not that necessarily the material, material things. It's the relationships, like that really like the support from that you get from friendships and the receiving. Yes. But also the giving the power of being there for your friend, like vice versa. There's just, you know, we can go on for days with that one, but um, what, what did you put for number two? So I feel like I want to match. This was not my number two, but I also, what struck me when I was writing down this list, it was very much nothing food related. It was very much like relationships. I kind of put down multiple relationships, but definitely deep friendships. And like you specifically, Michelle, because I feel like you've helped me just like talk myself through some things. You've just really helped in a great guide. And it's true. Like when it comes to friendships, it was like, I don't know. I feel like I didn't, on some levels I missed like my girl circle time, but I actually reconnected a little bit deeper with some other friends that I hadn't talked to that much because 
that they were just farther away geographically. So I was like, oh, like this is a great time to connect with them. So deep friendships, but also you, Michelle, because you're just a golden soul and I love you. (laughs) Oh oh my God. No, I feel the same way with like the friends who are further away. We connected more with them almost this year. I think that's a kind of a, one of the benefits of, of, I almost said of COVID-19, I don't even want to name it, but of 2020, <laughs> I should say. And yeah. um, of course you too, Lucy, um, guys, Lucy did the sweetest thing for me when I was like really in a, a struggling time earlier this year or in the summer. Um, she had gifted me this awesome subscription. I want to just like shout this out too. Cause I think this, I think this is somewhere actually within yeah. my list. That made um, list too. <laughs> yes, right. So, guys, it's called the Vortex by um, Gala Darling, and it's literally what is she, she calls it? Like Gala calls it like a Netflix for like self love or something mm-hmm. in her little thing. Like that's one of her taglines, um, and it is so true. I had no, I never had like been into one of these things before, or like I never had access. I don't know. I, I didn't even really know about them. And Lucy, speaking of amazing friends, had um, invited me in there and subscribed me to that. So that was, that really was a shift for me. And that also expanded me in like self-care as well and really helped. So um, yeah, shout out to all the friends who are giving gifts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no that but those are the things like so it hopefully um friendships and relationships have made your guys's list as well this year because I think we really see the power um of support and friends um in a world that's very like materialistic at times I think this year really brought us back to what matters um so I love that yeah what was your number three my number three, so I'm not saying these in any order, but the vortex, I can't even say like that truly. So I was in it last year and then um, that's, she did like the relaunch for year two. And I was like, Michelle has to be in here because during quarantine, I can't even tell you. So for those who don't know, it's like a, it's a membership. There's like weekly content that's dropped. And every single Monday I looked forward to the drop of content. I was just like, it so got me through feeling isolated, feeling like all of the heavy emotions. So she teaches you tapping and like EFT emotional freedom technique. And there's a little bit more with just kind of like, I don't want to say woo woo magic, but like astrology and just feeling good in a time where so many people, spirituality, there we go. And just like helping you feel good in a time that felt so uncertain and so shitty. <laughs> so yeah, that was like absolutely no, to- a big thing for me. Totally. I love that. Yeah. It just, it also too, I think being in the vortex that the subscription, I think it just highlighted like the like hashtag you're worth it. I know, <laughs> I know it was a gift to me, which I'm so grateful, but it also just expanded like that stuff, like I was, I used to be someone who was like, oh, like kind of white knuckled the self-care thing or just like, don't really need that. But like, I think this year also highlighted investing in yourself and just like paying attention to you, that soul nourishment piece. I would say that the vortex is a huge piece of that or spirituality, whatever you want to call it is so critical to like your, your well being. It's not just what you eat. It's not just exercising. It's your mental health matters, your emotional health matters. And those things that we kind of gawk at because we're like, or not, I mean, that sounds bad, but maybe some of us do, or we used to, 
like, oh, I don't, well, what's, what am I going to get out of that? The, the intangible mm-hmm. things I think are so valuable. And those are the things that kind of like, like you said, help us get, this is obviously what got us through 2020, but like, that's what helps us get through the uncertainty. And when things, when there is no like structure, if you will, or things to ground us, when we do things like that and allow for that in our life, make that part of our wellness journey and plan where we benefit so much from it. So yeah, the vortex is awesome. The vortex is awesome. (laughs) What was your number three? So my number three was relationships or was number two, deep friendships. And then for number three and four, I had family and I had sisters. So I feel like I, those, I, I don't know. They just made their own slots. Mm -hmm. Um, when I say family, I think more of like the extended family. Um, mm-hmm. cause again, even though we're apart, they really just did such an amazing job of, of not feeling that way. And just for us beyond COVID and quarantine, Aww. they just showed up and said, <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. This oh. is the first, this is the first tear up on DD for me, <laughs> which is actually quite impressive. <laughs> I've, um, that's so sweet. Sorry. No, well, no you're I gonna just, make me cry. Oh, no, I'm good. I didn't ex- <laughs> My veins popping out. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> no, I think just this time has been so challenging for my family with beyond COVID. And they've just been like, my one aunt's been making us meat like soups and like delicious food. Um, even my family in California has been doing things for us, sending us stuff and just not even the stuff, just the thought and the intention behind that and feeling their support and love in a year that's been so challenging for us before COVID has been, um, you know, it's the little things like it really is. It's, and I have like a little story too, because Wait, this has yes. to do with it. <laughs> I, and this just like really just made my heart. Um, so one of the things is they've been sending like food gift cards and stuff like that. And like where we eat is like, like local places. So my one cousin sent a local Chinese food gift card and it was in our mailbox and it like, it didn't have the address. It just had my mom's name and no stamp or anything, but it had my cousin's name who's in California. And we're like, oh my God, like, how did this get here? Like, it like made no sense. (laughs) Opened it and it was, it was a gift card to the local Chinese place. And I don't know, it just touched me because obviously like they had, they drove here to drop it off. (laughs) I know this sounds so silly, but like, I don't know why that touched me because I just thought that was the sweetest thing. Like they, Mm -hmm. I guess when my cousin called, instead of them mailing it, they wanted to make sure we had got it in time for Christmas. And they, the, the delivery kid dropped it off in the mailbox. I don't know. I thought that was so sweet. (laughs) There's just so, I think it just highlights like the little things make a big difference in times of strife and and struggle. And there's so many ways that you can, that you can be there for your loved ones and make a difference in their life, even from far away. And I think this year and the obstacles are just being able, figuring out how to overcome them in a time where you feel like at first there's no way um, is just so powerful, a powerful testament to that. So, but it means a lot. So shout out to my family. Aw, that's so sweet. (laughs) You're literally gonna make me tear up because (laughs) relationships, man, it gets us through. Um, so number four, what was number four for you? So, yeah, so kind of in a way, but I feel like it, it's its own were my sisters. I know I'm so emotional. Like I didn't expect to, 
I guess because it when I I'm recalling what got me through, it reminds you of like how challenging of the times it's been, which I guess can bring up that wound in a way. But yeah, my I have two sisters. For those who don't know, Nicole and Danielle, I feel like I talk about them a lot. <laughs> I guess I should just say this. I know we all have our own shit pre-COVID, but yeah, my my dad is sick, so like that's for people listening and me crying. It's like I and it's fine if if just COVID has been a challenge in its in its own way for people, but I think that's why it was even more meaningful these things that I'm saying, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they've just been there because they obviously are my sisters and you know with sister like mm-hmm. not only are they great friends, but they also share that similar experience that only like we're going through it's only our dad like the other day like I was thinking like wow we're hanging out so much but I'm like thank god like I'm so lucky and blessed that one they're in my proximity and two that like we get along so well which isn't always the case like we you know we'll get in arguments but like I'm just so grateful that they're so cool and I have the the support in my life like a unjudged non-judgmental support and they've just been, they've been there for me in their own ways. And sisters are fun too. I'm sure you could, anyone <laughs> with siblings, because like with friends, you could like, sometimes you're like, oh no, I'm okay. Like, I don't need anything. Like, I remember my one sister since I'm at home is like, well, what, what do you need? Like when things were really like stressful, I'm like, and I straight up, like, you can almost tell them you're like, you're damn right. And I do need your damn help. And like, one of the things I was like, you know what you can do? You can order me those CBD gummies. <laughs> like, I, like, like you don't necessarily have to hold back, which felt good. And that was, I think a stretch of like asking for help. I feel like for all of us for 2020, like being mm-hmm. vulnerable enough to ask, but with my sisters and like siblings, I feel like it's like a little little bit easier. Maybe that's just me where you're like, yeah, you know what? I am struggling and I do need this. Um, so I'm grateful for that relation, those relationships as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shut so up. Sweet. What was your number four? <laughs> um, this is actually probably num- my number one. This is also like, it feels sappy, but my boyfriend, I just can't even tell you. I just, when quarantine hit, I just spent so much time with him and he is the most caring, supportive person ever. And I can't even tell you how many times I've Shout cried. out to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. I love you. Um, he, but I can't even tell you, like I'm already I can't tired. Wait to meet you. <laughs> but actually he's like, just literally the best. He's just, he's just so understanding. And just because we have been quarantining basically together, I just feel like I've gotten to know him so much more and been able to support him through things. And that's just like one thing that's really come out of 2020 is like, I mean, I would love to not have to quarantine, but that's a great gem that's come out of 2020. And man, he has definitely gotten me through. So yeah, oh, no, I love that. No, I don't think that's sappy at all. I, I feel like that makes complete sense. And I would hope that other people's significant others made their lists mm-hmm. because I feel like that is definitely a place of support, a resource there. So mm-hmm. Oh, and it probably, you know, deepens your relationship, like all of the relationships, but also like the relationship you have with your significant other. So mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Do you want to say, should we jump into the next one? I heard you say TikTok. Oh, so yes. if you want to expand yes. or you want to just drop that. Well, so for, I, I put it on there for a couple different reasons. Well, two main different reasons. And number one is because I feel like I've gotten so much education this year on the, the racial justice movement, social justice movement. Like I just, I feel like that's been such a great resource for me to learn about things, but also just like see what people are doing, but just learn so much about society and, um, and just really see 
other creators, especially like body positive creators and just kind of school myself on, <laughs> on how to be a better person in the world, being more considerate, et cetera. And so that's been one thing that's been great. But the other part is that I've had a lot of lessons. I've had a video or two or a couple go viral and that's been insanely exciting, but also insanely challenging. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. it's brought a lot of growth in many ways, but I've learned, I really love connecting with people and talking to people. And like, that was one thing that got me through is just being able to actually have conversations with people a little bit more. Like, I feel like I've never experienced like the community engagement on any other social media platform. Like people will comment on Instagram posts and stuff like that, but I've never had people just like, I don't know. I feel like it was actually a conversation versus me like speaking and that's it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's really just helped me connect with more women and help more women and men too, honestly. So it's just been, it's been fun. Also, it's been a challenge because there have been many a a. 3am night (laughs) staying up on TikTok and like, like weekday night. Mm -hmm. I'm not proud to admit it, but like that's the anxiety, like kicking and talking, but it's been a fun, mm-hmm. very much learning lesson, but it's, it's been very cool. So TikTok was one of mm-hmm. them. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. Even despite like, I guess it could be on one of like, you're on an opposite list in a, in a way, oh like I think for the, mo- <laughs> I think for the most part though, that it, it was m- like primarily positive, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Social media. I feel like I feel like that's just kind of also sums up social media. Although mm-hmm. TikTok, it sounds like is has been like a novel, unique way that you've engaged with your audience and like learned this year. So I love that. Thanks. A lot of people I think love TikTok this year. <laughs> it's true. It was it's just made me be... laugh. And... Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. It is. It's made me laugh. Like seeing other people. I think other people are insanely creative and hilarious. Just like. I love it. I do think it's like a good creative outlet for people and like people are funny, talented. I guess that was number four for me. What was number five for you? Opposite of social media a little bit was good books. Mm. So, and I feel like we could go on for days about good books and maybe we can like somehow link them. But I feel like there was a lot of good books this year that really just helped. The the top one, of course, is Untamed, which I think I read in the summer. And that was just so good. I think just making that a part of like a normal self-care routine, but also like a pleasure routine as well. It brought a lot of joy and it helped me grow, expand, deepen my spiritual practice. You know, it just depended on the book. So I actually did this thing this year. Maybe this will be like another episode or something where I, I kept this mason jar of books of 2020. And then every time I finished a book, I wrote it down the date I finished it and like my biggest takeaway. And then I put it in the jar. So, That's <laughs> so then I can go back and like count how many books I read and like read the takeaways. So that's a great one. I feel like I don't read books that much, but like really I actually have listened to a lot of audiobooks and Untamed, I think I listened to in like 36 hours or something like that. I was I was about it. It's a great book. If you haven't read it, go read it. Flippin' amazing. Glennon Doyle Melton. So what yes, a woman. Go go read that book, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Along the entertainment route, Netflix, I feel like that has gotten everyone through, but most specifically Avatar, The Last Airbender, and the next, like the continuation. Oh, it's called The Legend of Korra. So they're just, it's like anime basically. So it's very like. Wait, is it, are you saying Avatar? Avatar. So Avatar The Last Airbender is a TV show. 
Oh, I thought it was a movie. Okay. So everyone knows like the blue people movie basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is like totally different. It's a very different world. It was a Nickelodeon show. So I watched it when I was growing up. So I don't even know. I was probably like 10 or something like that. And they right at the beginning of quarantine, they put it on Netflix. And I just can't even tell you if you, if anybody wants to become enlightened, truly watch that show. It's every spiritual nugget I've ever learned I see reiterated in that TV oh show. It's wild because it's very, it's, it's about spirituality. It's like this avatar is like this, the bridge between, you know, the spirit world and the human world. He's striving to, you know, create balance and harmony in, in the world. And there's people fighting and it's just, it's so well done. The writers are incredible. That's one thing that Kevin did for me this year. He, um, there's a great character who's like one of the wisest characters. And so he had the actor do a cameo for me. And he said, Lucy, oh my God. I believe in you. You can do anything and you will achieve great honor. And it's like, it was so amazing. <laughs> so, oh my God, Kevin just keeps like gaining <laughs> points. There was, there was a time where I was like telling my family like, oh my God, Kevin did all these things. And like, he's like, that's crazy. Like why they do that? I'm like, he just does that all the time. He literally that's like not out of the ordinary i'm so incredibly lucky shout out to kevin again but oh my god do you hear this ladies don't settle <laughs> don't settle but that was that. like a really fun thing because kevin had never watched it but i was over the moon flipping about it and so i got to witness him watching it for the first time but i got to rewatch it as an adult and i even liked it more as an adult than i did as a kid and i feel like it's for kids it's for everybody honestly but that was like oh just my. like a really fun thing because that was a good bit of time that kevin and i got to spend watching netflix <laughs> I love that. I don't, so Netflix did not make my list, but I definitely, I think it, it should have, I feel like. <laughs> First, I want to say shout out to the friends who let you use their Netflix because oh, yeah. I really am not a Netflix person, <laughs> but in the quarantine I have been. And I love that. I think just like that entertainment piece, I would say rom-coms and like mm. just watching like romantic movies that also make you laugh. Watching a movie, I guess, feels like you're... I mean, you can do the enlightened route too, which is awesome for that. But <laughs> also, also like, funny. it's just like in a time where we missed out on a lot of parties and like the things that are normal, kind of to see it in like a movie or like in a TV mm -hmm. show. For me, like that brought a lot of comfort, like that brought, it gave a little bit of that feeling. I guess that's mm -hmm. what entertainment is. I don't know. So yeah. yes, I love that. <laughs> Netflix, so definitely. Funny. Okay. All right. So what was our, what was your next one? So this one is actually top three, like my local yoga studio, Yoba, they're just amazing. I love them before I have gone to yoga studios before, and it's just like too heavy on like workout. I didn't even feel like in some studios I've been to that. It's just like, it's not even, not that it has to be spiritual, but it didn't even feel like yoga. It felt like I was doing like a hit class, just like on mm. the ground. And if I want to do that, oh, I'll that's annoying. And so I found this yoga studio when I first moved to Raleigh a couple of years ago and I love them. And I would go like once a week kind of consistently, but I will tell you they're, um, they rebranded a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago. And their, their tagline is out of your head and into your heart. And I love that. if there's anything I needed this year, it was that. And the other challenge for me this year too, is like, I've always been someone who goes to the gym. I've always, I've done athletics, like sports and stuff growing up. And so there's never been a period of time where I didn't have access to a gym. And I didn't realize how much of a cornerstone that was for my fitness and my mental health. Like one of the biggest reasons I exercise is literally for mental health. So when the gyms closed, I 
had no idea what to do. And like, I would go walks and stuff and just my like physical capabilities. I can't really go run. And so I didn't really know what else to do. And so literally the studio Yoba, they did an incredible job of very quickly adapting to online classes and teaching over zoom, which I can't imagine how difficult that is, but they just did an incredible job. Not to mention that their um, their owner, founder, Sam Williams, she is very much a health at every size advocate and just like dance and move your body because you can, not because you have to. And that was just like <laughs> such a healing message to be able to hear throughout this entire quarantine. And so I just... I like did yoga like so much during the weeks and it just super, super, super duper got me through 2020. So like one of the top things I just, I'm so obsessed with them. I talk about them all the time. I share about them on my Instagram all the time because they are flipping amazing. They're literally magic. I've never seen anybody do such a great job with like a wellness movement studio. So that was definitely number six. Yeah. I love that. And for anyone, it sounds like they're still virtual. So maybe they mm-hmm. could eat, people could even check them out. Yeah. yeah. They have I a great, oh, sorry. <laughs> they have a no, great option for like just virtual classes. I think it's like $30 a month or something like that for like a recorded class anytime. And it's wonderful. So shout out to Yoba. <laughs> yes. I know we're like name dropping all these things and people. Ooh. I love it though. <laughs> I'll just move this one up because similar to that while we're here mm-hmm. I said home workouts definitely got me through mm-hmm. there was there's this Instagram that my friend told me about um Steph thank you it's called base New Jersey and they're a gym but they were doing all their workouts on you know on IGTVs during the quarantine I think they're open again but they're I just don't feel comfortable going to the gym right now but yeah. I did like the same for bar workouts from this awesome trainer Morgan. And that was a complete, like, got me through it. It allowed me to like get in a good resistance workout, um, during this whole quarantine. So I'm so with you with that. And then another, another guy, Scott, he's one of my favorite yoga instructors. I was going to him in person right before quarantine. I was in a really good schedule. I know so many of us can relate to that mm-hmm. and I love it because it was hot yoga too. It just, I love hot oh, yoga yeah. and it's more like, there was like a lot of like almost like gymnastics in it. And I love that because I used to um, do gymnastics. Oh. So he did, I did a couple of his virtual, I, I probably did less than I wanted to, but it was just so great to have the, the opportunity to like do that at home. And I want to shout out Rumble as well, Rumble, New York city, the boxing, cause they were doing IGTVs like every day in the beginning of quarantine. And those got me through. It's so weird. Like I bought a brand new yoga mat at TJ Maxx, probably, of course, right before quarantine, (laughs) even though like, I felt like I didn't really need it, but it was just so fitting because that's what I've been like, that's all you really need, even if that. So home workouts, I'm with you on that. Definitely have gotten me through 2020 for sure. (laughs) Shout out to all the exercise and yoga instructors out there. Like you're doing it. You're (laughs) some real MVPs out there. (laughs) We need you more than ever. So Uh, yes. Awesome. So podcasts was mm. um, my my next one or my one before that. Someone I absolutely love is Kathy Heller. Don't keep your day job. I've sh- I've definitely shared her stuff with you. She's just been she's a boss woman, but like very like soft but powerful. Um, <laughs> like like listening to her stuff is like building businesses and keeping up with businesses in 2020. Like it, it's it's been a, a challenge for for sure. So to tune into a podcast that was 
just the feelings of warmth and empathy and compassion. And also I should say like felt motivating and just that right dose of like, I love you and let's take some action. You know, like it just (laughs) really helped me. Like I, I leaned on a lot of more feminine, softer energy this year. And I think that's like a side note with like learning how to still grow without as much of like in a more vulnerable year and place, I think. So I just love that vibe. Um, (laughs) Shout out to her. She's awesome. And yeah, this was on my list of podcasts. Like the recordings of this, I think was really helpful and nourishing. Um, And then another, I'm sure there's more, but another one I wrote was Expanded, which is um, the Lacey Phillips podcast. Just hearing other people like overcome. For those of you who don't know, Lacey Phillips is awesome. Um, Her Instagram is to be magnetic. And she is all about like manifesting, but really from a place of self-worth. Yeah. Just like having that reminder and the ability to like believe in the unseen when times feel like they suck and uncertain. I think that's what drew me into her podcast. I guess I didn't listen to like a ton, but when I did, those were, those felt really nourishing. So yeah. Oh, those were, those are good. Podcasts didn't make my list, but they definitely were like bread and butter of my 2020. <laughs> I mm-hmm. like really became obsessed with one that I really like. It's um, Lewis Howes, his mm-hmm. podcast, it's called School of Greatness, I think. And he just interviews all of my favorite people, like all the influencers and like authors I've ever looked up to. He interviews all of them. And so that was been so fun just to have like, it's basically like a radio station of all my favorite people and influencers. And I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. So when I was working at the nursing home and driving three hours a week, I would just put that on, listen to a couple episodes of my ride. And that was just, it was great. Mm, yeah. Podcasts are awesome. And guys, as you're listening, I hope you're going to share with us too, like what your favorite things are as well. Yes, please. <laughs> we want to know. We want to know what you guys listen to and what's getting you through. Yeah. But what was yours? I think seven. Yeah. So seven. One thing that I have loved is the mentorship and um, that I've invested in, like just my mentors and like, I'm part of a business mastermind. And then I got another mentor for self-care basically. And that's just really gotten me through. It's just so nice to be able to feel like, I mean, there's great, it's great when you have friends and therapists and people who, who can support you. But when you like specifically hire somebody for what you're specifically feeling the most vulnerable about, it's just so infinitely valuable. I just have really, really appreciated it. And one of my mentors, like she's just, she just says really shine throughout uncertain times. And like, it's just really nice to be able to like look up to someone and be like, Hey, can you give me some pointers? <laughs> and so someone who can like look at you and be like, Oh yeah, like this is exactly what you can work on. And I'm just really grateful that I I've had that support in that type of capacity this year. Yes. I love that. I'm not, I can't believe, I don't know if that made my list, but I love, I can definitely see the value in that. And I I think that is such a um, powerful point. And what you said in there was like, I think there's something really empowering. I know that's not the word you use, but like, also like it's empowering to identify what you need and then invest in it. And then like, I I think just that in itself is an empowering act. And then of course, like to receive the help that you need, like, bam, like it's magic. So there's value to that, you know, like to get the help that you need that's best for you. So, so what was number eight for you? After the podcast, I wrote the beach and nature. (laughs) I I think we can almost all relate on like nature or like outside walks. Like there was a point where like, 
like the woods were crowded because like everyone's walking in 2020, which is great. I mean, that made me happy. Like everyone's getting out there and like nourishing their physical body and their soul and their minds. But yeah, that I think like similar to friendships, right? Like in relationships, like I don't want to say we take them for granted, but sometimes we forget the, the immense value those things have and just the ability to be like near the beach this summer and even not in the warm weather, but to um, just be able to like lay on the beach or like go there, drink a coffee on the beach. It's so grounding. Nature is so grounding. And a time where like you might feel like you're flying all around and nothing certain to find a way to ground yourself has been, I think, just so necessary, at least for me in in 2020. So I think nature really helped. And it's so like calming as well. Like immediately, like if you're stressed indoors, like literally like go stick your head outside. Like there's something that just shifts even from doing that. So, I mean, I feel like that would honestly be even higher on my list, Mm -hmm. um, beach and nature for sure. Yeah. I'm with you. I, it's like you said, it's just like, I just feel reborn when I go into nature and just take a walk and that's all I do. I just walk. And it's just so wonderful. I would say like number eight for me probably would be like nature, but also a conglomeration of just nerve calming techniques. (laughs) So for me, that's tapping breathing exercises. I know that sounds like, I feel like that sounds like the most simple thing ever, but literally just focused breathing and meditation that has been revolutionary for me. And this feels slightly vulnerable and out there to share, but I found the genre of video on YouTube called ASMR. And it's not for everybody. Cause I know some people who have some anxiety, it like freaks them out. Cause like some people will like whisper, but it's basically like the people make like doing like sound triggers basically that helps calm your nervous system. And Mm -hmm. when I was kind of going through one of the worst periods of um, anxiety for me, that was TikTok induced. I Mm -hmm. found ASMR and my life has been revolutionized. Like I listen to it every single day. It calms me so much. And you can have people just having um, like, they'll say positive affirmations to you. And it's just like, I feel like I'm just being taken care of on such a deep level. (laughs) That's awesome. So I never heard of that. It's really great. I've, I've put it out there to some of my clients and some of them like love it too. And they're like, nobody has told me about this. So everyone get out there, search ASMR affirmations. If you want to YouTube quality stuff, gotta say. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, what did you just call that? Nerve calming. Oh, nerve. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, I'm like anxiety medicine, basically. That's not actual medication. Yeah. (laughs) That's not, yeah. Alternatives. Or Mm -hmm. I'm, I feel like the phrase is escaping me, but no, I love that. I think that's so important. And I think more, I think what was cool about this year too is that more and more people probably tapped into some of those more like um, Eastern medicine type you know, like the tapping, the meditation. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, my the next thing on my list was meditation. I shouted out Rebecca Campbell, Kiara, um, and Gala Darling because they all had really good meditation resources, but definitely doing something to soothe the mind and anxiety and like your nerves, I think absolutely was a, a key in um, helping me get through this year for sure. So I was thinking about this this morning and this also, it's not cheesy, but like having a good relationship with food. And I just wanted to mention it on this podcast to say like, it's really worth it to do the work because in the past I had really identified as 
very much an emotional eater. And I can't imagine in like where like the lowest point of my relationship with food, like how I would have handled this year. And so just being able to have like the coping mechanisms and tools, like I mentioned, like tapping or meditation or like going on a walk and having people that you can confide in and relationships. It's just... I just am so grateful for the healing that I've achieved. I feel like that's like a weird word, but like I've really worked to really heal my relationship to food. And I'm just so grateful because this year could have been very different for me if I had not been in that place. So I'm just really grateful for myself and all like the tools I was, I've been able to put into use and like seriously put into practice this year. Yes. You know, walk the talk, like doing the, doing the things. Oh my God. No, that is humongous. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy you brought that up. I think, holy cow, like that. (laughs) And I love how you're like, yeah, guys, like it actually is worth doing the work. And to me, I feel like it's so second nature these days, but like, you're right. Like, oh my God, imagine it wasn't. And for a lot of people, it's not like this was a trigger year. And it's so easy to like get down on yourself, you know, and be like, shoot crap, what, what have I done? And like, why am I like this? It reminds me of that meme where it's like, why am I like this? But but no, on a serious note, I think you just highlighted such a huge point. So I'm so proud of you. And earlier in the quarantine, I, I created that the group program coach to the quarantine. And it just felt like such an obvious thing because I'm like, Mm hey, like, we're not gonna let this quarantine define us. And like, we're not gonna let it win. And it was kind of like a crash pilot intensive short thing, but to help you pick up those tools, you know, and of course, the work is deeper than that. But Mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, there's just so much value in having like an empowered relationship with food and with yourself. And if you're listening to this right now and being like, well, crap, I didn't do that. And like, I didn't do the work. That's okay. Trust the timing of your life and trust the timing of your, of your journey. And also maybe this is your sign (laughs) to pick up those tools because truth of the matter is life is life is going to happen. And when you have those invaluable tools, when you've healed your relationship with food and you're at peace, not even a quarantine can shake you or break you or whatever the terminology is that. So yeah, I think that it's so invaluable. Yeah. And if you, I like how you said, like, if you didn't have that where you are now, like it could have looked completely different, but you put in the time, the effort, the, the hard work to be on the other side of it. So I'm just celebrating you. I appreciate it. I had a couple moments this year of like, wow, I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Teary eyed. (laughs) But again, guys, it's it's worth, it's worth the work. So, so what was your, I don't know, eight, nine. I think we're on eight. So let's see, let's combine this. So I said Mm. music and dancing. (laughs) I think they're honestly, Lizzie, I think part of the reason why my podcast game wasn't as strong is because I gave myself permission. So one of the chakras that I like wanted to open, if you will, this year was the sacral chakra, which is, you know, pleasure, allowing yourself to feel pleasure and giving yourself that permission. And yeah, that really shifted for me. Like I don't have to listen to a business podcast every morning and I don't have like, (laughs) and just inviting more of like that pleasure. So for me, a way to do that was listening to more music, dancing in the morning versus having to do like heady things, you know, like Mm -hmm. putting on the business podcast or whatever. And I think that, yeah, not only was it an awesome change up to like feel more joy, it was also like, it helped me like that joy helps you deal with the tougher stuff of the year. So I definitely, definitely think music 
and dancing were things that were huge, helpful tools to get me through the year. Mm, I love that. I kind of want to piggyback on Cardi that. B. <laughs> Cardi also, B. WAP. <laughs> okay. Kidding, but not really. That It's just a fun song to break it in. It's, all, it's like WAP, and then it's like Mumford and Sons. Just it depends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the mood. That's so funny. I've recently gotten more into Megan The Stallion, which, man, if you want to feel some worthiness yes. and confidence, go listen to Megan The Stallion. Dang, she's amazing. But one artist that really got me through this year at the like the Spotify like end of the year rap, I was like her 0.005% top listener. Oh my god. <laughs> of, like the millions of listeners she has. I That's was, like, insane. Like one of the top like 180 listeners. I listen to her all the time. Her name is Leon. It's like all caps. Oh, yes, I love Oh, and I am flipping obsessed with her they're like probably I feel so bad for the people around me also Kevin he's also listened to her a million times yeah he's like singing it under his breath now because he just and he's like how the hell words? Yeah. Well, I'm sure it. he's frustrated with it and it just hasn't even said anything so shout out to Kevin again but man I'm obsessed with her she truly got me through this year too <laughs> That is so, like, I'm not even surprised because I was just introduced to her this year um, from my friend Kara, and she's really good. She gives me, like, um, Maggie Rogers vibes. Mm, Obviously, she's yes. her own entity, but yeah. I love them both. What's your next one? Um, so one, actually, for me, was also singing and playing the guitar. That's not something I really share, but I sing, I write songs, I play guitar, and that's been one thing that was really great for me this year is just singing, processing emotions, or just not even just like letting them out and just emoting in a very helpful way. That's been super wonderful for me. And I'm just grateful that I have that opportunity to do that. So part of that is like Leon, but also just taking the time to like be creative in that way and just play, yes. if you will. And you and your sister or sisters, I feel like sing, like you guys are musically mm-hmm. inclined, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. Ex- like expressing your emotions, I feel like in like mm-hmm. a fun way. Yeah. Um, hashtag, I guess that's like music. <laughs> music, music and dance. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Um, it. What was, so was gonna, it number 10? Um, oh my God. Is this my final one? I think so. Cause I'm writing down 19. Oh my mm-hmm. God. This is so hard, but I will say this. I will condense this because I feel like it really is important. Like you said earlier, almost like a smodge podge of all of this is um, faith relationship with God, prayer, just like spirituality. Mm-hmm. I say God loosely, but that's an mm-hmm. an episode for another time. But yeah. <laughs> re- really, le- sorry, mom, um, leaning into <laughs> like spirituality and just connection. And I think that, you know, maybe for some it's religion, spirituality for others, but that faith piece and doing that, I had other ways on there, but like Oracle cards, all that stuff, moon meetings. Like there's so many avenues. I think that strengthen that, but that was such a huge cornerstone of like what got me through the year. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That was like one thing that got me through the year too. I don't know. Like I think finding the meaning in such like a shit show of a year is like, that's what makes me believe in something larger to say, like, I think there's a reason that we went through this. Like, obviously there's a lot of things that were unearthed and just like put in our faces. And I think it's just really good. And I think trusting that process takes a lot of surrender and faith and whatever you believe in. Yeah. I just totally acknowledge that. And I love that you brought that up. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's yeah. another thing for me. I don't know. My family, like, man, they just, they're amazing. They're hilarious. I have three sisters. So like similar to you, it's just the last thing that I haven't really mentioned for me is like family. And that's like another cornerstone. That's a huge place of support. 
just to see them doing their thing in life and being able to support them and having them support me and sharing memes and TikToks and reels. It's just like one of those things that just really puts a smile on my face (laughs) and just see my parents and feel grateful that everyone has been safe so far, knock on wood, you know, but being able to like really put it into perspective of like what really matters in life, family, absolutely. Relationships, absolutely. So definitely a big part of the year. Oh, no, I love that. I echo all of that, especially with family. And I guess my closing thing would be that, and I won't explain any of these if you want to shout the last of yours out too, Lucy. Mm -hmm. It's funny because you said memes and I was like, memes should have made my list, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) I guess real uh, honorable mentions that didn't make my top 10 were kind strangers. I just think there's something Mm -hmm. about that when people don't have to be nice, but they are. Comedy, Mm -hmm. definitely making me laugh. Amazing clients, serious Mm -hmm. Seriously, like that just made, like, it's so cliche, but it it really just made, it's, you know, like, it's just so freaking nourishing when your clients are awesome and it just makes, uh, I don't know how to explain it. And then I wrote tea with the strikeout because I really meant wine. No, (laughs) both. I would say both, but that's my quick, like honorable mentions. And then I, I also had candles and journaling. Ooh, love it. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. So the honorable mentions for me were, um, my roommates I had, I ended up moving this year. So both my roommates were amazing. My plants, that's been a fun thing to like really put attention to <laughs> this year. Cause I'm in my house a lot local takeout. So I guess actually that's funny. That was on my list that we talked about, but there's my go-to places and I'm just so glad that they're still open. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also my clients, that's just one thing, like you said, just like so soul nourishing. They are always the highlight of my day. They're just, they're so cool. I love them so much. They're just, they're so great. That's yeah. Meditation and affirmations. Oh, I got some new Oracle card decks. That's been a wonderful highlight. (laughs) Oracle cards was on mine too. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Um, do you want me to do a quick rundown of the 20? Like just say the words, go for it, go for it. Okay. One therapy, two friendships, three, the vortex, four family slash sisters, five, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> six, TikTok, seven, good books, Netflix, eight, Netflix, nine, yoga, 10, home workouts, 11, podcasts, 12, beach slash nature, 13, tapping, ASMR, 14, meditation, 15, empowered relationship with food, 16, music and dancing, 17, Leon, 18, mm-hmm. singing slash guitar, 19, faith and spirituality, and 20, family, finding mm. the meat. Love it. That's the top 20, y'all, b- between me and Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. This is what, these are the things that helped get us through such a challenging year. Cheers to this year, 2020, being amazing. <laughs> Nothing but amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Trusting that we will get exactly what we need to be our best, most nourished and empowered and free selves wishing you guys just an awesome, awesome day. Awesome start to the new year. We want to hear from you. So let us know what your top 20 was. Send us a DM, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> we'll put a poll on our Instagram. So tell us what your top 20 from 2020 was and we'll see you next time. I hope everyone has a great new year and we can welcome in 2021 now. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Deep Dietitians podcast. Michelle and I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find us at 
Deep Dietitians. And please DM us or take a screenshot of this episode and tag us in it. Let us know what you think. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and share this episode with a friend if you think they would find value in it or if you yourself thought it was interesting. We look forward to talking to you on the next episode. And until then, stay connected with yourself.